0: Welcome to Watch What Crap Is, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Yale Braves. I'm Ronnie. Guess who's with me? It's cute. It's thin. It's adorable. It's freshly shaved and very pink today. Mr. Ben Mantelker. Hello, Pat, hi, darling.
1: Hi. How are hi, you? I'm, I'm, I'm a vision of pinkiness. I'm just so pink. I, it's in honor of Lisa Vanderpump. I was like, let me dress like an English rose. I'll be pink. <laughs> pink, I say.
0: Um, uh, yes, it's Vanderpump hi. Rules Day today here on the show. A uh, couple things first. I'll make them quick, okay? Because I love a quick shill. First, we're on Crappens on Demand. So, hi, we're on video. If you want videos, go to patreon.com/watchcrappens. Sign up on the Crappens Demand on Demand level, okay? Also, um we are on tour starting in January in New York City, but we're going to tons of cities. So, go get your tickets at watchwithcrappens.com. January is our 10th anniversary show at Town Hall in New York. It's for the Golden Crappy Awards. Um, So go get tickets for that. We're super excited to come out on the road. Uh, We also do a show called Take a Seat Now on the Green Room app, which is by Spotify. So download that. That's a live show we do every Monday night, 7 uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. You guys talk back to us. You chat with each other. We talk. It's not a recap show. We just talk a bunch of crap. And go buy this cookbook by Amy Phillips and Chef Stuart O'Keefe. Okay, forward by Andy Cohen. Every recipe asks you, Hey, did you get new boobs? Before you cook it, it's called Cook It, Spill It, and Throw It, the Not-So-Real Housewives Parody Cookbook, Unauthorized by Amy. So I just got my copy today in the mail, so I'm just going to open a page and cook some shit. Maybe some blueberry muffins from Mimi. Okay, there you go, guys.
1: So that's it, Ben. Okay, Um, Ronnie, I have to say... There was some sort of internet thing, and I don't know what's going <laughs> on, but you are about five seconds. I hear your audio in real life, but I'm seeing your video. God damn it. Five second delay. Well, I'm still seeing my do you video. want to start fine. over, or do you want to just commit your idea? I say we just go because I'm
0: looking, yeah, I'm looking fine to me. So I oh, think you're just, somebody, wait,
1: you just caught up. You just caught up.
0: Yeah, I think that sounds like somebody has their safari open, and his name rhymes with. Men, and it starts with the B. Someone is wow. playing solitaire or some shit, or got his Dropbox open, or looking I, at the Twitter. Okay, I know what you do over there. I don't need to have an inside to your screen to know what you're doing over there, sir. Okay.
1: Well, yes, I'm looking at porn. <laughs> well, yes. as we speak, watching Pornhub <laughs> <laughs> because nothing gets me hornier than Lisa Vanderpump. So oh, um, got <laughs> in her name. <laughs> It's true. So this is a very exciting episode of uh, Vanderpump Rules because um, there was like this season's been very strong with the broken bird stuff. I think that maybe elevating Raquel to like this new prominent role on the show has really upped the broken birdingness. And then Lala has really, you know, leaned into some broken bird stuff. So we're getting a lot of Lisa Vanderpump absorbing broken bird energy face which I don't know if we've ever really talked about this, but when Lisa Vanderpump encounters someone who is a broken bird, she gives this space that's like... (laughs) Like her her mouth sort of like hangs open. And then like if she's really digging the broken bird, if she's really feeding off the energy, she closes her mouth and crinkles up her chin she goes...
0: (laughs) (laughs) She has been doing a pulled back face frown look a lot. yeah, And I'm not sure if it's just how the fillers are sitting or you know, whatever it is. She's just trying to look interested because usually she comes and she's, like, really interested and now she's just kind of spouting off her lines. Like, darling, you're in my house again. All right. So we're talking about possible abuse. James, watch your temper. It's like, um, ma'am, is this an abuse storyline or is it not? Because Raquel is acting like it's an abuse storyline and Vanderpump's over there just throwing out zingers. Like, oh, James is so funny with his possible abuse. You know, it's like, what the hell's going on here? And I thought about it and I think maybe she's just... Like, so casual, because she's just been on TV for so long, and she's probably just tired. She probably just wants to relax, okay? Yeah, yeah.
1: She's had a very hard life in Villa Rosa. It's so very um, difficult
0: there. That's a lot of animal <laughs> shit, you know? I know she makes it look easy, but... You know, oh, she's got a lot of employees, too, I'm sure. But constantly being in the smell of just shit. And not just, like, dog shit or human shit, but all kinds of shit. There's all kinds of shit over there, okay, that she has to do. T- and Ken. Flowers. You know, she's sleeping next to a shit bag named Ken. You know that he's
1: just a leaky sieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just like one big leaky sip. By the way, Ronnie, I want to point out I have a zit on my nose. I love what... Stop the, staring what at
0: yourself while your Dropbox is loading and you're reading Twitter while we're trying to do a my show. My Dropbox
1: is not loading. It's on pause, <laughs> sir. So um, so the episode starts off with a Trixie Monocle uh, song. Great. Just a good sort of like classic style Trixie Monocle. A good throwback to her origins. And it goes like this. Come watch me do it, because when I do it, I only do it under the neon lights. Um, it's a Which weird place to do what, it. You whatever know? it is she is doing, why is she doing it under a neon light? Uh,
0: maybe she's a CSI investigator.
1: <laughs> maybe it's Mark Hel- Helgenberger all this time. <laughs> we just yeah,
0: never realized. That's a Mark Helgenberger song. I only do it under <laughs> the neon lights, you know? Look for blood
1: spatter. Yeah, so then we see Tom and Brock and James. They're all playing basketball. And I, I kind of felt bad because I was like, ugh, another scene with them wearing wigs. And then I realized, no, I, I, I literally thought that. I was like, oh, actually, I forgot. That's actually Brock's hair. Be- big, beautiful hair. But I, I just sort of had a, a natural reaction to the long hair as like, oh. Boys
0: with long hair? What hair what <laughs> <year> is this? It's <laughs> oh, oh, my bird. little so pony? Come
1: on. <laughs> Um, and I thought it was like very poetic that they were playing basketball at some sort of youth center. I was like, wow, the links this cast will go to to recapture their youth. <laughs> we'll go to a youth center. We'll give it back to us.
0: Oh, uh, so then we see Ariana and Charlie having coffee, and Charlie is Really weird on, on TV. I'm not really sure what's going on with Charlie. But she chooses a different demeanor for each scene. And this one, she's just like really happy and has never been to a coffee shop before. And she's just like, hi,
1: you know what? I think I'm going to do the black coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're getting beignets and everything. So while she's doing that, then we go home. Well, no, she she can't
0: get a beignet, you know, because that's her big storyline is she's only eaten pizza her whole life. So this is like a huge deal. She's going for beignets, and she's like, you know what? I'm going to try a beignet. Where's my fucking storyline? Where's my medal? I've been (laughs) eating shit my whole life, you know? Nobody's ever thrown me a party for it.
1: Yeah. Also, I I mean, like, I, I, I do respect that Charlie has food issues, although I think the beignet, like... You know, I'm not gonna. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to be like give a round of applause for deciding to like (laughs) climb the insurmountable mountain that is trying a beignet, beignet. (laughs) like a delicious breaded item that's fried. Like, (laughs) I'm like, if you like pizza, you're probably gonna like a beignet. Like, if if it was something like she went from a bent, like from pizza to, you know, like like caviar or like 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 gooey duck or something like okay that's a that's a pretty big move but to go to beignet it's a little bit of a lateral move for me so i will i will withhold my applause until later (laughs) (laughs) well i'll withhold it too because i'm sick of them being called
0: beignets they should be called ronets life is unfair and i don't i don't appreciate it why do you get all the good things there's There's nothing named after me there's like rondelet cheese which is fucking lame and everybody knows
1: it what about? I'm gonna think about this. I know that there's like a good like Ron. There's a good Ronnie. macaroni and uh, macaroni and cheese. Hello, that's true. That's you know you what? Thank you. You just actually like, made
0: my day better.
1: <laughs> You're literally in the like. I have been. I have like something that's delicious, but kind of like regionally specific. And yours is like universally loved. Right. in Many different forms. Ben, and you also make a great you. version of that Macar- macaroni caram and cheese.
0: You just solved my own. Food name issues. Thank you. It's a bu- it's a breakthrough episode for all of us. Okay, so then we go to Schwartz, um, who is still playing basketball, and he like does he do a chest bump with Brock and hurts him? It's like, a, chest, it it's like
1: him? a it's like a check. He like tries to do like a check with his chest against Brock, which no frail man should ever do because it's <laughs> it's like throwing yourself in front of a Mack truck essentially. It's like ow, oh. Oh, Australian Bubba, you hurt me. Yeah,
0: and then he like does a jump but then falls on his face. So obviously, in other words, James and Brock win. So they all sit down and talk, and Schwartz is like, Wow, you know, this was really nice, because like I didn't think about one thing outside this game the entire time. And um, Brock's like, Listen, all I saw was Schwartz's face, and all I saw was it screaming at me.
1: What a wuss. It's burned into and, my memory forever.
0: How oh, you're like a stone.
1: <laughs> and so then um, there, the Brock's like, what's going on with you? Bah. And so uh, Sandoval's telling them that they have, like, we have a deadline for Friday. And it's like, we need to have a mission statement. And we're going to have, like, a brainstorm. So we have, like, a deep dive on what we're going to do. We're going to do that this week. So sort of setting up this, like, scene they'll be having later.
0: Just what the audience requested—more Tom scenes in Phillips Hughes lighting. Okay, it's just <laughs> what we all fucking needed. Thanks, guys. So um, then they start talking about the uh, party at Vanderpump's or the
1: the watermelon yeah, James martini is tasting like, or whatever. Oh, the tasting? And so Tom Schwartz like, oh, it was really intense, like Brock's chest. Oh, ow! And Sandoval, oh, I got hurt by the tasting. <laughs> i got hurt by the memory in the chest ow
0: that memory hurt my nipple
1: so Santa was like well over the years lala's come after people but you're not allowed to bring up personal stuff with her like yeah of course i've heard weird rumors about randall but i'm not gonna bring them up you know so he's sort of like teetering in this camille grammar space right now which i appreciate
0: Yes, he is in the then the housewives. I can bring up your shit too, lady. Okay, and he tells us, "Look, I've gotten DMs about their relationship. uh, Like we've never been able to know anything beyond surface level about Lala." What do you think is beyond surface level about Lala? She thinks Tupac lives inside of her. Okay, and she wears a T-shirt with her own face on it. Now, the second part I do as well. Okay, but I'm not saying that there's much past surface level with me either. So my question remains the same
1: no there's a lot more to you ronnie than there is to lala i'm sorry to say That's for so Lala's nice. sake. i mean what are you trying to marry me today what the hell <laughs> i mean ronnie last time i checked like you're part of macaroni and cheese and what is she part of <laughs> farfalla so she that is listen- a popular song
0: although it's okay. royalty free at this point because it's been out for so long you're an or old not. christmas ah, song
1: farfalla la farfalla oh no, you're not
0: giving her pasta on this. Okay, now you're trying to get a divorce. The day no, you give I'm me saying, macaroni she, and cheese, no, you she give her
1: Farfalla. She has to attach herself to even get to be part of Farfalla because there's not even a second law on Farfalla. She has to yeah. try to. She, and, and and that's so Lala. That's so Lala to try to attach herself onto like the bow tie pasta because like that's like the most visa pump pasta, obviously, because it's like, what it she is. wears in interviews.
0: Yeah. It really is. Uh so James is like, I'm doing the soft opening of See You Next Tuesday. This week is coming, balls. And um Sandoval so just, is like, I just way, don't just- wanna be awkward. Um, it's gonna be. You're going to a place you used to all wait tables on a night called Cut Fitness. Okay. It's good yeah. it's gonna be awkward. To watch James, the white guy, do terrible, easy ass raps. Okay, it's awkward no matter how you splice it.
1: Also, um, gosh, like four or five seasons in still trying to make see you next Tuesday happen at sir. And it's, <laughs> it's not, it's not going to happen guys. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. So, um, so James is like, uh, he's ha- he thinks that like everything has to be sorted out between, uh, Sandoval and Lala and, and Sandoval's like, Well, the other night didn't go so great. So maybe we should have a nice constructive conversation which we know yeah. is never gonna happen between the two of them.
0: Mm. So back to the Beignet place, uh, Charlie's talking about how she's working at Sir later and um she needs money to move in because she's moving in with Corey, her boyfriend, and she tells us about Corey. She's like, Yeah, with Corey. Like I've known I'm I know I'm like with Corey, but it's like different because like I've been with Corey, but like we haven't been like in our own place. So like we're gonna have our own place, which is different than being together at like his place. So it's gonna be different because we're together, but now we're gonna be together like in a different place.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm dating a playboy, and, like, I mean, look at him. He's a tall dude with tattoos, and he's good-looking, and he has good style. I mean, no personality that we can see, but he's got those <laughs> things, right? Match made in heaven. I mean, who hasn't he fucked, right?
0: Um, we're all looking for different things in men, but who yeah. who wants a boyfriend that you're like, wow, who hasn't he fucked uh, yeah, in I West Hollywood?
1: Like a... I'm like, yep. <laughs> I don't think we want, like, a faux Pete Davidson, right? Like, I don't think we want Pete Davidson to begin with, right? It just sounds
0: like a lot of scabs. So Charlie is like, wow, you know, here's something that's really good. Like, being with Corey, I've, like, tried so much food. Like, it's gotten so much better. And Ariana's like, wow, you're trying food? You have a life of so many firsts ahead of you. And I really like how bored Ariana is in this whole in this whole scene she's like i have a fucking beignet in front of me and i'm still not happy
1: i think she was just in it for the beignets i think she's just like mm-hmm. i'm gonna nod and just sort of say simple things to you just let me have my beignet right and so charlie's like i can't sit behind these eating issues like i can't have this cloud over my head and ariana's like um yeah so well when you put yourself something of yourself out there like that now we share that and you don't have to hold that on your own. Is that good enough? Can I have my banana now?
0: <laughs> Have I said enough words to make my check for the
1: week? That sounds nice, right? Right.
0: <laughs> and Charlie tells us, for so many years, I just ate the same thing. Pizza, peanut butter jelly, quesadillas. I just need more specifics because to me, this sounds like normal life. So yeah. I'm like, what, what the hell am I? Should I be suing my parents? Because this is what I was taught to eat. And obviously look at me, it's still what I eat. This is all the food groups she just named. So to me, it sounds great. You know?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I support it. She, but she goes and she goes, but Corey was like, absolutely not. And so you sort of think she's going to say, he was like, we're going to like help you get through this. Yada, yada. But she goes, No, we're not eating the same fucking thing every single day. So that's what Corey's response was, was like, it's about me, right? Well, he is on Vanderpump Rules. Exactly.
0: So she's like, oh my god, and now I'm like trying so many new things, and I'm like so vulnerable. Which, bachelor speak, bachelor speak needs to get the fuck off of Bravo. I'm going fucking crazy with the vulnerable and the walls down bullshit, okay? You're eating something other than pizza for a day, okay? This is not The Bachelor.
1: Beignets are powerful, man. You know, that's true. They can that's do true. do a lot. Man.
0: I mean, think back to your first beignet.
1: You know, I <laughs> I, I can, and I can. I it was it's life changing. So <clears throat> yeah, she's crying and learning how to be vulnerable. And Ariana tells us, you know, everyone in this group is like messed up. Like you might as well be like, here's what's fucked up about me. Like I'm fucking into sketch comedy. Like that's my issue. So get into it or get the fuck out. That was improv. Also part of sketch comedy. I'm like really good at it
0: so charlie's like we could do a culinary night like tapas and then everyone can bring food and like try it oh my god yeah (laughs) and she's like thanks for the free therapy it's time for a commercial it's time for a grappins commercial so then we go to LVP's home, and Raquel comes over, and uh, she's you know doing the "How do you feel differently now that you're an engaged woman?" Ooh.
1: Yeah, um, and she's like uh, Lisa. Then Lisa looks at her, like looks at her ring, and is like, "Well, Raquel's got a good starter diamond. The one I started with was like a little pinprick, but then I started housekeeping and cooking and." come a seat try, baby. and i round up with this <laughs> giant ring i'm like i don't know if that's going to be the trajectory for uh for james and raquel necessarily
0: yeah oh i still think that thing is fake and i think he has the confidence in knowing that she's never going to get it checked but i don't believe that yeah. for a second i don't believe his mom would let him spend that much money his mom would take yeah. that money you know there's something fishy there so Vanderpump's like, well, I've called my friend who's a world-renowned plastic surgeon from <laughs> e-television. So <laughs> it's Paul, of course. Um, yep. And Paul, you know, love Paul. Paul's great. Really hard to watch Paul without Adrian. Because the best thing about Paul is his wife standing behind him going, stupid, you're an <laughs> idiot. God damn it, moron, dumbass. <laughs> what do you think you can fix him now, Stupid.
1: i know i really want adrian to be like working the front office like uh sort of like on secrets and wives how there was the plastic surgeon on that show but then one of the wives was like working and like made everyone wear blazers that's what i want adrian to do i want i want that kind of energy uh, uh, in his office
0: yeah but she's the ex-wife so it wouldn't work i think now he has like a really nice loving wife which what's the point i don't want to watch you on my tv go away with your happy relationship
1: so Lisa's like, Well, I think that this poor girl paid $16,000 for it. And he goes, Well, I'm a lot more than that. How much? Well, probably double that. So, well, which is clear You that- have
0: to understand this girl, they took the bandages off, and then she couldn't do mouth of any kind or give speeches. Also, her nose was crooked, darling. Can you <laughs> fix that, Paul?
1: Her nose was one millimeter crooked, and now none of us can look at her. It's terrible. Please fix this for all of us. Well,
0: bring it in. I will straighten her boobs.
1: Oh, come
0: on, darling.
1: I mean, by the way, they're clearly setting up a moment where Lisa says, Raquel, you don't have to pay a thing. It's on me. Like, they're clearly setting up a, a Lisa being a, a wonderful benefactor scene for next episode, right?
0: Well, they better. I mean, what the hell? You make this kid go to the most expensive plastic surgeon probably ever. <laughs> no.
1: That's a, yeah, and that's he awesome gets cool. and he
0: gets TV time. I mean, everybody else gets free weddings for this shit. She better get a free nose.
1: Yeah, no, there's no way they're gonna charge Raquel thirty-two thousand dollars for Paul Nassif, literally like one of the one of the top plastic surgeons. So, um, so Lisa's gonna take Raquel to Paul, and she's like, "Are you okay? Is there anything broken, pops about you, my little bird? Because I haven't I'm ready. heard your
0: tweet." Is something wrong? And Raquel's like, um, there's something I want to tell you. There's more to the story. She's like, why are you shaking, Raquel? Do it, Rosia. Bring out the broken bird leather
1: bag. Hold on, let me get into my energy feeding chair. Okay, I'm ready (laughs) to receive all of your broken bird energy. Fill me up, Raquel.
0: Bird stethoscope stat. Go, I'm listening. (laughs) i'm listening
1: <laughs> why are you shaking can you shake some more oh, this is wonderful she's shaking <laughs> she's like um
0: fuck. i only shake that hard on my birthdays and christmas get it all right it was the wrong time for that broken bird all right the bird thermometer stats. all right here we go so she's oh. like well i'm like having a panic attack because i really didn't oh. want to tell anybody this oh.
1: It's so good. Panic attacks. It's so good, Raquel. Keep going. Well, uh, James bumped
0: my nose one week after I got the cast off. And she's like, what do you mean bumped your nose? She's like, well, you went in really hard and fast for a kiss. What kind of kiss is this? That doesn't make any sense.
1: This kiss. This kiss. Oh, enough with that song. Just tell me. Well, he went so hard. Has anybody hit you? She goes, hit me. <laughs> like she asks that as if like it's a crazy question. And then Raquel tells us, I know it doesn't look great, but James has created a reputation for himself and he has a history of blowing up on people. I'm like, yes, Raquel, that's why we're all like, please get out of this relationship. What are you doing with him? He has created that reputation and you're willing to sort of engage with that. Why? Why?
0: Yeah, and then we see a clip of James's greatest hits: 2015,
1: "You're a fucking lying slut," you fuck
0: everyone at Sir Cristan, and 2017, "You're trash," you pathetic, stupid fucking whore, and
1: 2018,
0: <laughs> "Fuck everyone."
1: <laughs> like, jeez, James. Yeah, it's charming. So Raquel's yeah. like, um, she's like, I just didn't want people to jump to conclusions. So then she so then she tells Lisa that actually when it happened, James's entire family was there. So they all saw us, they can vouch for it. And Lisa goes, I believe you, I believe you, I believe you. And sh- and so then Raquel was yeah, she's tells like, that, I believe
0: you, I believe you. Please don't make me shoot a scene with his mother Jacqueline. She's an awful person. <laughs> all right, I'll take your word for it.
1: <laughs> Not another scene, please. <laughs> so Raquel goes, So yeah, it happened. And then I looked at James's mom and said, Is it okay? And she said, It looked like my nose was touching my cheek. Like What I mean, how evil is James's mom? And she's trying to be so nice these days. That is such a mean thing to say to someone. Like how, like, (laughs) because it doesn't look like that at all, by the way.
0: It's also so typical that she was with James's mom when this happened, and no one thought to take her to the hospital or the doctor. Her nose is on her cheek, and of course, Jacqueline's like, "Oh my god, don't tell on James. Get the fuck out of this family. They're terrible people."
1: And why did James come in that fast? That is a good question. I mean, that's not. Like, that's crazy that he would just, unless it was like one of these things, if it were one of these things where they both turned to each other at the same time and it's like, boom, you know, but then that would be the story that we both turned to each other and there was that. But if he came in for a kiss super aggressively, I mean, well, I mean, uh, I can can see that
0: it just looks it's just sounding like she's describing some kind of abuse and it's just really uncomfortable because it's. Like she said, he's built that reputation for himself. But even just seeing how he's acting right now in this episode, like yeah. it's very plausible. So having her set it up like that is just weird. I don't, I don't like any of this. So yeah. she tells, uh, she's telling her James. Then James flipped out, and he knew he fucked up, and he felt so terrible. Which sounds like what? What happens after abuse right so and then he took it out on his mom and i felt really bad for her and she's like well you know why because she said it doesn't look okay she goes no like he was walking back and forth in the fetal position over and over screaming don't let her be ugly mommy please don't let her be ugly i can't be with an ugly girl mommy
1: this gives me some cause for concern because again james is raging i mean he's improved But he's not there yet. You know, and then she says, I wish you had told me before because I feel like an idiot saying the nose is going at this angle. Now you tell me it's something different. I'm like, oh, I mean, like, why does Lisa feel like it? Who fucking cares?
0: Who cares? Who cares how it happened? The nose is still the same this whole thing is crazy of like why is oh, paul to paul's not gonna know that was from a rushed kiss he's the most popular surgeon in beverly hills he must know exactly how this and no the fucking fender is off the car put the fender back on the car okay
1: i think she's trying to sort of like lightly shame raquel into like always telling the truth and not protect you know she's sort of i think she's trying to teach a lesson that like, oh, if someone's trying to do you a favor and you lied to that person, you shouldn't do that, you know? Was, I think there was like a little bit of a No, standard, a, standard Vanderpump. Yeah. So, so then she's like, gonna, well, let's go, go anyway. see
0: Paul anyway, and I'll tell him about your lie nose. Maybe he'll have something, some way to fix a lie nose as well. We should check.
1: Oh, it's so strange for such a liar that you're nose has not poked me in the face yet pinocchio
0: yeah you know who else had trouble getting his nose working properly pinocchio lie 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 lie, lie. we've got to, <laughs> to la la now we can have a lie lie how
1: about that at least pinocchio's nose went in the right direction Raquel. <laughs> so um lisa is so, so then Raquel's like well, James just said he doesn't want this to be a big deal. And, like, I don't want it to be a big deal. And Lisa goes, what do you mean it's not a big deal? Your nose is on the side of your cheek. <laughs> don't spend your life protecting him. Your nose is literally touching your ear, Raquel. It's ridiculous.
0: Don't spend your life like, Why protecting Why are they saying your nose is
1: touching the side of the cheek?
0: Because that's what her mom said when, when she hurt the nose. It was, like, on the side of the cheek. So she's like... Why are you saying it's no big deal if your nose was on the side of your cheek when you hit it? <laughs> um, but also, isn't protecting marriage vows? Just don't marry him, okay? is yeah. the point. So, upcoming Wacky Tom's Wasted scene, Jesus Christ. That's my next note. Okay, so Bubba. We go to Bubba's house, and instead of their big Bubba painting above the couch, now they have a Bubba whiteboard where they just write Bubba a lot. And it's just like, Bubba pasta. Bubba, Bubba. Love you, Bubba. Love you back, Bubba.
1: Yeah, it's like living art. You know, like it can change, it can move, it can, it can like, you know, it's a lot it's, it's kind of like the next evolution of Bubba art. So Katie's in the kitchen and uh, Lala comes in and she's like, oh my God, Katie, my handyman did such a good job with the door. It's like no one even tried to bust through it. So then Katie tells a story as if this is like, no, just a, no, is just a normal thing that happened. She goes, so, um, Schwartz was at Sandoval's at all night and I was like really annoyed by it. So I, Jammed the door shut. And then when he came home, he just busted down the door like Kool Aid Man. (laughs) I'm like, all of this sounds wrong. Also, isn't there a back door? I mean, I don't know. Like, they always tell these like funny little stories, but like when you think about it, like that's not normal. That's not healthy.
0: On either one of your parts. Yes. Yeah. This show's really bugging me today. (laughs) Like, every scene I'm like, wait. So, that's abusive, right? Like, (laughs) a guy kicking down your door. So, we have the possible abuse storyline, and then we have you locking Tom out and then him knocking down the door. What the fuck is going on with this show? At the same time, the Brock deadbeat dad domestic violence thing is going on. Uh, Funny games, guys. Funny games. So, Lala's like, what the fuck was last night, dude? Sandoval. I mean, usually I'm a tough bitch, but, like, not only are you bullying me, you're also being a troll. You know what bad bitches never say?
1: You're bullying me.
0: I've never heard a bad bitch in my entire life say, you're
1: bullying me. <laughs> Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you. I'm And I'm sure Tupac living inside her also probably wouldn't say that. So um, so then Ariana joins, and she's like, Ugh, you should see my house. It looks like a light store. I'd rather go back to the beignet shop with Charlie. So then we see that Sandoval is like setting up a million lights in his house or at their house.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just wrote Ugg. So then Ariana's like, um, do you have a bigger glass? (laughs) So they go sit on the couch and Ariana's like, wow, look at all your candles lit. And Katie's like, that was an expensive candle. God, that's fucking Katie. You know, when you go to those stores and you're like, who the fuck is spending enough money on candles that they can afford a space? Like in the prime real estate of West Hollywood, you know, that candle store in West Hollywood. It's like, who's going to candle
1: candle, 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 like delirium or something. The one on San Monica? Candelarium, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so I think that's what it's called. So yeah, it's Katie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so world. Katie's like, okay, so, because it's quiet, they have nothing to talk about. So she's like, well, before you walked in, we were talking about last night. And Lala's like, um, yeah, what what's that? <laughs> and she's like, um, I don't know. I just kind of checked out because everyone was yelling at each other. So I was thinking, you know what? Tomorrow you get to shoot a beignet scene.
1: So <laughs> Just, just just think of the beignets so lala's like yeah but like tom started the yelling and ariana nods and she goes yeah that's like one thing about that i like about him he's very like it sounds like she's gonna say like he's very passionate about the things that he whatever he's going that way and lala goes oh he yells at women and ariana goes well he yells at anybody oh because he did it to Stasi, he does it to katie he uses the f word with lisa like Kind of attacking women verbally, right? I'm like, oh, Lala, don't. I'm sorry, Lala. If this were Jax, that's one thing, but I'm sorry. I'm. I don't. I see what Lala is trying to do here, and I'm not going to co sign it.
0: Right, especially when your your little teammate is Katie, who later we see the clip of her being like, "Why are you saying I'm attacking you? Because I'm calling you a whore." It's like, give me a break with your with your faux feminism when it's convenient. Now that said, Tom Sandoval shouldn't be yelling at women, but Lala was yelling at Tom. What the hell? They even showed the clip of her yelling at Tom in this. So um, she's like, you know, I guess I'll give him the opportunity to purge maybe. And Ariana's like, yeah, he's never going to be that person who comes into a room and is like a dick. Like he's always going to be cordial and cool no matter what. And she goes, oh, so you're saying like he oils you up and then he's like, here's the sparkling water with the flower in it. No. yeah. She said that he may not like you, but he's not going to be a dick to you every time he sees you. Stop! She twists every fucking thing. She the rest of this episode, every single well, thing that comes out of her mouth,
1: she always does. And she always has, and in like and in the past, I've always enjoyed that about her. <laughs> but I think that like now, she is definitely Lala has definitely taken this like high and mighty stance. Like I'm married, I'm an adult now, and then she does talk to pe- she does talk like so rudely to people, and then when people push back, she twists it. Like, how am I the bad guy? I'm the good friend here. Oh, my God. You always yell at women. She always does that. And I think she actually discredits the people who really are the like who are the victims of that and the people who do do that. Like, she's kind of like, I'm not I'm not down with that. And so Lala's like, she goes, I don't want you in the middle. I just want to shed light on. I just want to shed light. And like, you can't like, fine. But I will be having a discussion with your man, Sandoval. I like that. She's like, I don't want to put you in the middle, but I am going to accuse your your long-term boyfriend of being a raging misogynist with rage issues. But I'm not going right. to put you in the middle.
0: Right. She goes, yeah, I'm not going to put you in the middle. I just wanted you to shed some light, and you're telling me you can't. So that's fine. I'm like, okay, yeah. I can. You're sticking your hypocritical, you know— restiline contoured nose and where it doesn't belong trying to ruin a relationship and you got called on it and you look like a fucking moron in a situation that's literally the easiest to look good in by calling out a deadbeat dad and now you're crying bullying and misogyny because you fucking lost okay yeah that's mm-hmm. that's what's happening
1: so that's Lala's last like, "Went down in georgia well, it's like shut
0: up lala so she's like oh that's fine i'll be having a discussion with your man and she's like okay good
1: yeah so then we go to sandoval Uh,
0: ariana just stays completely calm no matter what she's like okay Uh, can we get back to smelling this delicious hundred dollar candle now thanks
1: well because ariana knows that lala is going to be the one that looks like the bigger asshole i mean i know a lot of people are are annoyed with sandoval this season because they find that he's being very arrogant or cocky or whatever um but still like lala's ridiculous she's absolutely ridiculous
0: it's time for a commercial it's time for for a crappin's commercial
1: Now, uh, speaking of ridiculous, now the Toms, the Toms are hanging out over at, you know, Sandoval and Ariana's house and, oh, Tom Schwartz brought a, he brought a vision board. Oh, we're going to do a deep dive. Oh, yes, it could be a deep dive, a business session mixed with a hang session. So it's fun and games with the Toms and lights and mushrooms. They
0: do mushrooms. Yeah, they do mushrooms and roll around in the lights uh, cracking each other up and it's uh,
1: annoying to watch. Okay. It is.
0: That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, I don't I really refuse.
1: have anything to say but I'm just like, <laughs> don't need these scenes anymore. Yeah, I'm I refuse to that. even cover that. Next! That's it. Now, Next. So, um... You Charlie. gotta
0: tell me what you gotta tell me. How to win, how to lose. So, Charlie's moving, and um, she's joking with uh, Corey. She's like, oh my god, your pants are ripped. <laughs> so, Sheena and Brock come over. And Corey's like, you know what you guys can help us with? Like, tonight, the one thing we really need is, like, to watch a movie after all this is done. So could you, like, help us hang a TV?
1: Uh, and then and Brock is like, well, oh, I know a really good guy. He can do this on to seven minutes. You're looking at him. All right.
0: Uh, he's so supportive. It's like Sheena, it's like a sing-along of Sheena's greatest hits, you know? So he's like, Yeah, I come to Hollywood and I look at the stars on the ground and it's like a hit list for me. We've got Rob, the seven minute guy. We've got and then we see a clip of Sheena like, Um, I'm with a man who knows how to do everything. And Sheena's like, Yeah, I mean I've I've been with a lot of cool people like John Mayer, Jesse Metcalf. He's like, Jesse Metcalf, or just played cards with that dude.
1: I like that, she just took control over Brock's list because she's like, um, we should start with the A-listers before we go with the Rob. So John Mayer, Jesse Metcalf, um, uh, by the Eddie way, I just want to come, I know I was surprised we didn't get to Eddie Cibrian. I was like, I think that's what we were all thinking. Um, I just want to point out that this was the first time we saw Corey. So I, I have to make my, um, flash snap judgments because that's kind of <laughs> my thing. So, to... <laughs> yeah, I, I have to weigh in so that way I can have a, I want to have a, a take that I can regret for a few years okay guys so this is the moment okay actually I feel pretty good about my take which was that when I first saw him I was like he was way hotter than I expected like in the pictures he just looked like very average but he was like I actually was surprised that he was like much hotter I thought and then I was like oh he's hot which means he's gonna be terrible and I think I think he's terrible I think it's working out. I think my take is working out for me right now, Ronnie. Like based on the rest of the episode, I think he might be terrible. What did you think? I just assume so, you know. Yeah, but He's a Haka banner Vanderpump rules, he's probably going to be terrible. He
0: hasn't earned my attention yet. That's that's wow. where I stand with it. Right. I'm wow. trying to think of him right now, and he's like a fuzz. He's just like a, a fuzz over a fa- like a fuzz filter on a face. So Charlie tells us this fascinating story. She's like, "Well, I wasn't going to move." Um, Corey from San Diego, but then we were in San Diego and Sheena and Brock were in San Diego and then I saw Sheena and then I was like, oh my God, San Diego. But then we're like here, so we're here now.
1: Yeah, um, I'm I'm going to need need Charlie to do a little better because she had so much, she was so great last season and she showed so much promise at the beginning of the season. But like, um, these sort of scenes are not doing it for me. I have to say, I agree. That story was basically like you lived next to Sheena and Brock, and they may have had sex during that time. And you were <laughs> next door when that happened. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure this qualifies for like the moth, but maybe it qualifies for, the moth. <laughs> it's for something. The sloth. <laughs> the sloth. <laughs> the the, uh, the spin off
0: of the moth with just <laughs> idiots from Vanderpump Rules.
1: <laughs> I would actually go to that. So, so uh, uh, she's is- like,
0: I, I'm gonna have culinary night, and, like, oh my god, like, to be honest, I would, like, honestly, like, everybody, like, honestly there besides Lala, and Brock's like, yeah, cause we're all good apples, you know, there's one who's not a good apple, alright, <laughs> and Sheena's like, yeah, she's really good at making you think she's one way, but then she's really another way. She's like a reversible vest. No, she's like ankle warmers. Are they ankle warmers, or are they leggings? Who really
1: knows? One of the great parts about being petite is that you can wear an ankle warmer. That's a halter top. So then, <laughs> so then, um, then, uh, yeah, she's basically, Charlie's like, I just want to get blacked out at this thing because so, it's, I just want to be around supportive people and blackout. And then Brock's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he thinks that's like the funniest thing he's ever heard. And then uh, Charlie's like, I just want to like taste a bunch of food and I'm not going to be judged. Okay. I'm not going to be judged. Like, okay. So now uh, we get back to the more pressing storyline of the day, which is Raquel and James at Dr. Paul Nassif's uh, medical office getting ready for the consultation. And James is super, super nervous because he thinks he's going to get in trouble. And he thinks that Dr. Nassif is going to be like, well, everything was perfect, but your boyfriend ruined your nose. And so he's he's extremely antsy. Plus, Lisa is he's afraid of what Lisa's going to say to him and that maybe he'll lose. See you next Tuesday for the fifth time. So
0: she's like, yeah, she was really confused. She'd already had to sit down with the doctor and explain to him that my doctor messed up my nose. He's like, well, he did kind of mess up your nose, didn't he? I mean, it wasn't a very kissable nose. Second I tried to kiss it, boom, got smashed. All right, (laughs) he did a bad job. Um, So she's like, yeah, but it wasn't deviated before you bumped it. It was just crooked. And he's like, well, the timing is a bit annoying, isn't it? Because, you know, I mean... I have seen see you next Tuesday, and it's my first night back, at, sir. Like, you just <laughs> had then, the woman's nose on her cheek,
1: sir. Yeah. And then he tells us, I mean, I'm here for Raquel's feelings, but you also have to take into my feelings, too. I'm like, what are your feelings on this situation? Your poor girlfriend is tormented and tortured by this situation, and you're concerned about your, like dead-end DJ job once a week in the back garden of a West Hollywood restaurant? Come on. Yeah.
0: He's like, well, today's trial day for me, isn't it? I mean, was it your fault or was it not your fault? James! And he rolls his eyes. And he's, so Lisa gets there and of course he's totally fake, James. He's like, I just want to say I appreciate you so much, Lisa. I know you had to pull strings. You know, this is the guy, biggest guy in Beverly Hills. I mean, doesn't get much better than that, Raquel. Doesn't get much better than that.
1: (laughs) And Lisa's like, How on earth do you almost headbutter when you go kiss her? And and he goes, I'm a man! I'm a man! I'm a man! I'm a man, Lisa! I'm a man, Lisa? Don't you remember? I'm a man! So she goes, Well, I've been married uh, 39 years and Ked has never headbutted me on the nose, although admittedly he has bumped into my ankles many times. <laughs> Oh, Ken, okay, well, let's put you back in your dock, little Might man be hide. He, has,
0: he has He has boob-butted me before, darling, you know. This is this the truth? After you've lied the first time. And uh, Raquel's like, Raquel actually goes off to get her pictures taken by the nurse. And um, so Vanderpump tells James, So, James, you're going to have to learn to control that temper of yours. And he's like,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like rolling his eyes. <sighs> Yeah. So Raquel's taking these photos. And if there's like, poor, I feel so bad for Raquel because she really has a complex about her nose. I mean, it really honestly looks perfectly normal to me. Like, if it's crooked, it's so slight. And honestly, the only time you really see it is when she like holds her head back, which we see her do this and they just like zoom in on her like deviated septum. I'm like, God, this poor girl's going to watch this episode and be totally re triggered.
0: I know. They show her like close up pictures. And um, she's so pretty. And so Dr. Paul comes in and... Vanderpump's like, Paul, oh, this is James. And Raquel goes, my fiance. She's like, okay, so I just want to cut straight to the chase. Now, when I met you at my house, the story I gave you there wasn't the truth, Paul. <laughs> Raquel, you're on the stand. And Raquel's like, well, a week after the cast was off, my fa- my fiance, his nose bumped into my nose when it went for a kiss, and like he bumped my nose. And there's just silence while Paul looks at her like, why would you think I give a fuck? Okay.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: I'm about to take $32,000 from you for, like, breaking your nose and reforming yeah. it. Okay?
1: <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention because I was listening to the sound of coins falling into my bank account. There they are. <laughs> <laughs> like the Venmo noise goes off. So um, so he, t- he goes and takes a look. And he goes, okay, Raquel, I know you are very... You're very concerned about your nose. So let's put it up on a big screen. And here's a pointer. And look, here's where it's crooked and you look really ridiculous. And now we could add some stuff from here to make it look less ridiculous. But it'll still look pretty ridiculous. How you feeling now, Raquel? Like it's just like so much her nose on display. I felt so bad for her.
0: She, he, I mean, he says, say first this is the cartil the cartilage it's crooked, and then you've got a deviated septum. That's got to be fixed. You know, the more tip work you do, the more the more it collapses. She's like, oh my god, do you think that waiting tables had something to do with it? I do do a lot of tip work. He's like, your nose, Raquel. <laughs> <laughs> your nose okay so as
1: this gets smaller your nostrils have to get wider so what i'm proposing is we just remove the nose overall and then put on one of those plastic cow masks on where the nose used to be and it'll look won't look like a nose but it'll certainly be funny and you know yeah, it's, it's going like you're funny
0: he's like your tip falling in caused your nose holes to fall in so you need bigger holes and James is like no not bigger holes I don't want a woman with bigger holes come on mate <laughs> Vanderpump's like darling that might cost, cost extra you don't need to breathe just breathe through your mouth <laughs>
1: darling. Breathe yeah. through your mouth. so like well where does where does this cartilage come from that's supposed to go and like you know fortify your nose and it's like oh well you know we go We'll make a little incision below the breast, and we take a little bit of rib and put the rib in the nose. She's got ribs on her nose. I don't even understand this. Okay, I don't even like ribs, okay? Spare ribs, baby back ribs. Don't want them. No, no, it's terrible. It might not even be perfect there. I don't know what Raquel's thinking. When she hears that, it's like, if anything, like, but if it's anything like the other two, then we have a problem. No, absolutely not.
0: Yeah, he doesn't want her to do that because then she's going to have a small scar on her breast, and you're basically messing with his trophy, you know? Yeah. And he's, and he's laughing about at it himself. He's so wrong. fucking disgusting. My God, James yeah. is really a fucking pig. So she's like, and now you know the complete story. So what are your thoughts? And James is like doing big frowny face. And Paul's like, yeah. well, number one, did the kiss cause this? I doubt it. And James is like, yes. Yes, Woo! nailed it. Nailed it.
1: Yeah, he's Um, just like smiling and clapping back there. Like, (laughs) it's so ridiculous. But Paul's basically, um, they're like, well, can you fix it? And he's like, I can give you a very good improvement, which does not sound to me like a, oh, yeah, don't worry. This will be totally fine. It's a we're going to try to do the best, but we'll probably make it worse (laughs) kind of vibe.
0: Yeah, he's saying, well, I'm not going to promise perfection now, Um, and if you get a a discount, you're going to have to have a tiny botch tattoo, which might look like a very long mole. Some people, you know, it works on some people, some people it doesn't.
1: And James just tells us,
0: yoohoo, this means I'm not responsible for paying for the next nose job, eh? (laughs) He
1: goes, Uh, this helped a lot. I know I feel better. I'm like, oh, I'm glad you feel better, James, (laughs) with your not nose issues. Disgusting so
0: slam we bring the fire slam we bring the fire um sir james is there all the gang is at sir for see you next tuesday and uh vanderpump has given him a new place for his dj stand and so he's all excited about that and um james is like welcome back it's full-fledged baby so everybody like dances to his terrible music yeah. Um and then Vanderpump goes to sit down with Katie, Ariana, and Tom. And Tom's like, You should have tried the mushrooms the other night, Lisa. And she's like taking mushrooms and rolling around on the floor or something. I don't need, darling. I've got well there's already one spouse rolling around the floor all day
1: long, darling.
0: <laughs> Ken, and- plug yourself in. Back to home, Ken. Back to home. <laughs>
1: So she knows like And then he yes, gets don't. in his home doc. So she like it's so weird being here and not working. And like this is like where I danced on the bar like many a Tuesday and like I'm getting a little sad right now when I think about it. So of course we then get the footage of her singing good as gold on the bar. And then, just
0: terribly. I mean, my God, Sheena singing live is just like,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, ouch. So Vanderpump yeah. goes to Lala and Rand's table, and she's like, "Can you believe a baby came out of that body,
1: darling?" <laughs> yeah, and Randall's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I know, right? It's like, uh, it's like me trying to figure out, can you believe?" two fried chicken sandwiches went into this body, am I right? Huh? 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 Hey, by the way, sorry I missed your thing the other night. I apologize. I was wanking. I been mean, working. I was working, huh?
0: What a shame. I would like to invite everyone over again for an action replay, or you can just come over to have drinks and appetizers at my place tomorrow. Um, so Ken's just sitting there going, Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Drinks and appetizers at the house. It'd be lovely. There's a backyard. just a door. goes out in the backyard.
1: Ken, night. get back to home. Mm. So the LVP, she's. <laughs> Lala, how are you tonight? Have you, how are things with you and you know who? And she's like, well, I haven't made eye contact with Sandoval am I? And she goes, well, it's up to you if you want to talk to him or not. But if you do talk to him and he hurts your feelings, please come back to Mama so I can absorb all that energy, please. <laughs>
0: And Lala's like, well, I would rather talk to him tonight before he builds more rage. You know, and we have to do it without an audience because with an audience, he always wants to measure dicks. And mine is always going to be bigger.
1: Um, you left <laughs> crying and calling him a bully, so you might want to remeasure. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, Charlie's serving some shots over at the Tom's table. And she's like, this is my peace offering for letting me, you know, have my... Uh, my shared tapas experience uh at your place it's potluck charlie it's a potluck so um she's telling katie oh she actually says it right here she goes i'm having a little culinary party where we're all gonna bring our own food and try each other's plates and take tequila shots it's a brand (laughs) new concept i'm coming up with called shared tapas (laughs) it's like (laughs) potluck it's a potluck
0: (laughs) and then we we see a clip of her shopping with ariana and she's like you know, it's going to be really hard to have my party where everybody brings something and we all share some tapas, <laughs> but um, we're just moving, and so I really don't have room to do it, and Ariana's just staring at her, like, with it's just, like, a long pause, and she goes, so do you want to do it at my house? Oh, my God, that would be great. Thank what you a great so idea. much. idea.
1: <laughs> I was thinking it'd be sort of this thing, like, we could all, like, pitch in, like, put all our money into a pot, and then whatever we eat, it's just sort of, like, the luck of the draw. I don't really know what to call this kind of event. Pot
0: I like that Tom and Ariana's house is becoming, like, the Villa Blanca for the sea level cast, you know? It's like <laughs> <laughs> the, the bees get to go to actual Villa Blanca, and then that's the house that they're going to use for all the other parties. <laughs> so um, then Lala comes over and puts her hands on the back of you know, from the back on Tom's face. She's like, can I talk to you for a sec? And he's like, yeah, of course. So they go talk and she's like, listen, I don't like the way things worked out. And like, I don't want to start out saying you owe me an apology, but like, what have I done that I have not acknowledged and apologized for that you're still holding on to?
1: Well, Lala, you've established your boundaries about what we can and cannot bring up. And what we, and when it comes to your personal life, and I respect that. I always have but when you brought up the stuff about Brock and Sheena it felt like a little bit double standardish and i felt like your boundaries were respected but theirs weren't and nobody ever brought anything up to you ever not with Randall and then she's like Ugh. I have been labeled a home-wrecking whore with Tupac on the inside. Okay? So, please. And then we see... <sighs> yeah, an and then we see
0: clips. Lala's Lala ha- trying to talk to Katie and saying, like, you've been throwing rocks at me. And Katie going, what? Because I called you like a whore? Katie, the ultimate feminist that we're all seeing here today, everybody. And then Jack saying, go suck some more dick for Range Rovers. And um, Lala saying, James sent me a text message that I'm a whore and I only like ugly dudes.
1: Yeah. I mean... Lala's not wrong. She has been labeled that. So right, Lala, but not
0: by them. And Tom makes a good point. He stood up for her in the beginning. Yeah. He said he didn't like it. They were your friend when nobody else would be your friend, Lala. And all that, all that happened. It wasn't Tom. It wasn't Sheena. It was Jacks, Katie, and James, who are now nice to you because you have access to a PJ. Okay, so keep on fucking yeah. over the only people who have ever really been nice to you on this show. Stupid.
1: That's true. And so Lala's like, I'm just, I'm held to a different standard than the rest of the group. And I I, I don't belong. And I feel like, everyone's isolating me. It's like, mm. so this shtick worked in the beginning because everyone did isolate her. And it her. was true. Everyone was so mean and we yeah. that's why we were rooting for her. Like, I love Lala because they were so obnoxious and she would just go and curse them all out. But now she's actually being obnoxious at all she's times. She's turned and into people them. Like, Yeah, and people are like, we don't want to really hang out with her. She went on, let's not forget, it's sort of been lost. She went on to that podcast and just totally like went in on Ariana for no reason. And then Ariana's like, fuck her. Like, she creates these issues And then she's surprised that people have negative reactions towards them. And she's
0: also changing it. She's also changing it because that's not what the fight is about. No one's isolating you. The fight is about you calling out Brock every scene for being a deadbeat dad and getting called out for it. That's it. It's not about you being isolated. She's trying to make it this whole other discussion Where she can be a victim and not have to address the initial thing, right? So she, he's, you know, staying very calm, and he says, "You did that to yourself." She says, "No, I do not." He goes, "You do, though, Lala." And she goes, "Well, I deserve as much forgiveness as any everybody else, but you haven't apologized for anything. What did you apologize for?" And he just says, "Okay, I understand," because you know the Ariana was like, "Hey, heads up, this girl is calling you an abusive misogynist," so she might want to calm down.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So they agree that they're gonna do better, uh, which is basically a way to say we don't want to talk anymore. So, um, so now we go over to Tom and Ariana's house because they're gonna get preparing for the big uh, shared tapas evening. And um, Ariana's like, Tom, can you just take take down the lights? She's like, I think it would be cool if at some point in our lives we had a we had people over and you didn't put lights out. But I like the lights. I like them. <laughs> So Corey and Charlie show up, and Charlie's really excited, but she's also starting to freak out. And then um, and then Brock and Sheena arrive. And Sheena, so there's a whole bit that comes up in a few seconds about Sheena's enchiladas. But what I feel like was never even highlighted in this bit was that she comes in with a baking dish full of her enchiladas. And the baking dish says, Sheena's fab enchiladas. <laughs> she has a personalized <laughs> baking dish for her enchiladas. Which I, I kind was of cracking like. up at that.
0: Uh, so Charlie is like, oh my God, did you bring a whole ass lobster, you guys? Because everyone comes with food. But Charlie didn't, right? Charlie didn't actually bring food, which is weird. Like, you're hosting, you're getting this hosted at somebody else's house and everybody else is bringing food. What are you doing, Charlie? What exactly are you doing? So she thanks everyone for coming and, um, everyone announces what they brought. Katie brought carnitas, tacos, and James brought samosas. I brought (laughs) fab (laughs) and Five enchiladas,
1: I've got proof. <laughs> I'm right, and then they, and then they do. She, Charlie's like, "Yeah, I think we've all heard about Sheena's famous enchiladas." And then we see like an enchiladas remix of Sheena being like, "I got enchiladas! Can't wait for the enchiladas! 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 Enchiladas!" And so they do some shots,
0: and Charlie's like, "Oh my god! I just had something new! Wow!" So then we go to Villa Rosa with Randall and Lala and Lala's like, you know, like, I feel like I'm like vibing the scene of the crime. Oh, I feel like I'm returning to the scene of the crime. So, oh, my God, the dogs are barking. What do you think they're saying when they bark like that? I'm sure they're asking each other the same question about you. So she comes in (laughs) and sits. Yeah. And Vanderpump's like, when are you getting married? I'm the maid of honor. Don't forget, darling.
1: Yeah and she's like and so Randall says, "Well, when the fall comes, we're going to plan for next year." She's like, "Next year?" And he's like, uh, "Apparently, Randall really wants a big production, which I totally believe. I think he totally wants John Travolta to be there, he wants 50 Cent, he wants Robert De Niro, and Bruce Willis. He wants to do a whole thing, right? And Lala's like, "Yeah, I just want the backyard. That's all. I'm just such a I am so humble. I'm just Lala Kent, the humble, humble Lala Kent." And I said, We don't even have to get married. Let's just, like, stay together because we're happy. And if things go south, you could just dip out on me. You don't have to to worry about anything legally. I'm like, sure, Lala.
0: Yeah, except that you know the common law marriage is and you just had his baby. So, hmm. Right. Like, she hasn't done all that math in her head. She's like, just me, yeah. humble Lala. She's carrying a platter that says, Lala's humble enchiladas. She's so, just, trying,
1: yeah, <laughs> humble ladas. She's just, you know what, she's in this mode. She's in adult mode now because she's on a double date with Ken and Lisa. So now she's going to be like, I'm mature about everything. I'm fine. I'm not immature. So I think that's, she's just sort of trying to play that card at the moment. Right.
0: So Lala's like, well, Katie came up to me at, sir. And she's like, so, are you going to that thing at Tom and Ariana's house tomorrow night? And I'm like, come again? And Rand is like, I hate when you say that. It's not as easy as you think, all right? Shut up, Rand, for not
1: talking about you. Okay. <laughs> and so Lisa, she gets, like, excited. She, goes, she gets a little bit of the, like, oh, face. Because she goes, oh, they invited everybody but to the house. But you! Would you say that has broken you slightly ever so slightly let me waft it in let me waft it in
0: she's like this is more my speed while they're in Valley Village I'm in Beverly Hills (laughs) so she's like Yeah, she's like, it's nice to be low-key, and I'll be honest, it's nice to be around people that have just one glass of wine. So then we cut to the other party where Raquel's just, like, doing shots fun and party. shots and
1: shots. <laughs> the fun times. Yeah, Raquel's getting drunk, and James is doing water shots. And um, so they're splitting into two tables, and she knows like, ah, well, I just, like, really want to see Charlayne's face when she tries my fat Angelana's. Um And so now they... Time for Charlie to start the process. So she's going to start with a tough one, the hardest one first. She's going for a muscle. So she is like, they're showing her how to pick it out. She like scoops it out with a fork and she puts it in her mouth. And the music's like, bum, 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 bum. It's like, I'm like scared for her because the music, I'm very reactive to music. And then she like does a face like she's going to puke. Then she goes, actually, that's not bad. That's actually really good. That's really good. I was
0: so nervous. She's like, I never thought in my life I would ever be trying mussels or sashimi of fish. Um, so next time I go to Mastro's, I'm getting a glass of wine, and I'm going to be a fancy bitch. Mm-hmm. And so the music stops. And she's like, oh, my God, gross. Don't tell Sheena. Don't really love the enchiladas. The texture's weird.
1: <laughs> and she just cussed to Sheena going, mmm, Enchiladas.
0: Enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> enchiladas. <laughs>
1: So, so Raquel um,
0: asks, like, making small talk, how the bar is going. And they say that Friday they have their meeting with the mission statement. And Katie's like, oh, so when are you going to see it next? Um, because I think I should come. And Schwartz is like, oh, uh, well, I might be distracted there. But I mean, okay, I guess you can come. She's like, Tom,
1: I'm coming. He's like, mm-hmm.
0: okay, Baba, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she's like, uh, so um, Sandoval, like, Lala was there. Did you guys talk or did you guys avoid each other? She's asking
0: Sheena and Sheena's oh, like, Sheena. well, oh, sorry. I feel like I didn't have anything to say. I mean, did she say anything to you about me? And Kitty just goes, um, and then we see a clip of Lala going, she is a dangerous person. She is a dangerous person. And Katie's like, um, just like she's sort of in a similar impasse of things. And Brock chimes in. He's like, to have Lala coming at me for confiding in Lisa and saying that just because I cried, I'm a liar. It's like, well, when Lala feels dogpiled, she's going to be like, Whew, it's going to come from an ugly place.
1: going to come from an ugly place. Yeah, she knows like, that's dangerous. I'm not dangerous. dangerous. That's dangerous. And Brock is, says, she's the one that says I'll treat you guys disrespectfully because that's me and accept it, you know? And she goes, yeah, she does this to herself. So then, so then um,
0: back to Lala, she's like, so I realized when I was talking to Tom that no one in this group actually knows me she's like but darling you have to realize you've changed lala you've molted and ken's like you're not the same person you used to be at all rocio not at all (laughs) ken this is this is lala from the restaurant no idea no idea
1: no idea who this (laughs) is darling because well i feel like i'm a better person and that makes me sad which is A phrase that you would only be heard on Vanderpump Rules. So then she starts choking up and she goes, "I'm like, I'm a different person, but like in a very short span of time, like I lost my dad, I got sober, I became a stepmother, I had, even though I'm not married, and I had a baby. And like, it does not feel good when you feel like everyone else has earned their place, but Lala still has to prove herself. Like the issue is still there. And now Lisa's like, oh, yes, oh this is the broken bird I wanted. Yes, just no one is asking." No one's asking you to prove
0: yourself. You're being an asshole and they're calling you out on it. You're still trying to make other people look bad for camera time. So in the end, all that change means nothing because you're still, at heart, a complete dickhole. Okay? And she's also
1: leading with all those things as if that, to justify all, like, asshole behavior. She's like, well, my dad died, which is terrible. But she's sort of like, she leaned into, like, her dad dying, getting sober, all these things. Oh, she's She's doing all
0: the greatest hits today. It's like, the dad, it's all the victim things she can roll up into one Story, the bullying. I'm being bullied. I'm being ostracized. I'm this and that. She's taking like real life victim storylines and applying them to her being an asshole and being called out on it.
1: Yeah. So over at the potluck, it's they're they're toasting to trying new things, and then Sheena's like, "All right, guys, we've got to get home to our baby, which we have at home. It's a baby, and we're gonna have a baby to go home to right now, baby."
0: So, game time. So, everybody runs over to the living room to play a game. And Charlie and Raquel are all drunk, so they're dancing around. And Raquel's like, We're Charlie and Rachel. We're here to serve your tables. Woo!
1: And Corey's like, I've never seen Raquel buzz. And she is fun as shit. Yeah. So, now they're going to play a game. And it's sort of some sort of game that they have. And they have to do like a lightning round first. So, it's like, Okay. First ladies, so Ariana starts. she goes, um, Michelle Obama, and then Kitty goes, Hillary Clinton, and Charlie goes, Jackie O, but then it gets to Raquel, and Raquel, you know, she doesn't do well with, like, public speaking, so she sort of freezes, so Charlie whispers in her ear to try to help her, They're like, no, 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 no. She doesn't do it well with public speaking. She was just yelling,
0: "Hey, I'm Raquel. We're your servers." She doesn't know. She does not know. That's why. Well, so well, yes,
1: but she doesn't like being put on the spot about things she doesn't know. Makes her so, not knowingness even stronger. <laughs>
0: it intensifies the not knowingness of Raquel. Yeah. So then they play truth or dare, and there's a thirty second hand job to the most phallic thing in the room, and she goes, "Oh my God, what does phallic
1: mean?" Oh my god, I love The Tonight Show. That's Fallon, Jimmy Fallon. So Ariana's. So then there, there's like. This I love Blossom.
0: That's Mayan Bialik. It doesn't even sound like Fallon. Okay. <laughs> I love so, Family Ties. That's Alex Keaton. Oh my god. All right, we're never playing another game again. <laughs>
1: so then um now they're doing never have i ever and there's a question about plastic surgery like never have i ever had plastic surgery so raquel goes well i just had a consultation about revising my nose surgery and everyone's like you had nose surgery we didn't even know about that she's like no you can i just feel like like of course my nose is crazy of course you had to have known like i feel like it's fake when you say you didn't know because she thinks her nose is like this blimp right so she thinks they're when she thinks they're being totally insincere when they said they didn't even realize but they didn't realize and so she starts to cry and she's like i look in the mirror and i think can i get away with it or not and she's just like crying and then it cuts to Corey and he makes crazy eyes like this crazy bitch i thought she was fun when she was drunk but i take that back i was like yes i knew he was terrible he's terrible
0: well they're all all the guys are just like what is going on in here so then um she's like it's embarrassing because i thought i would go pay sixteen thousand dollars and now it's going to cost me thirty thousand dollars to fix it and I'm like no we no yeah. and she's like she, they show her with her phone calculator and she's like so thirty thousand dollars divided by two hundred dollars a shift is.'" 150 shifts I would have to work at surf for my new nose.
1: Well, well, I guess that's six months of work or so, or (laughs) I don't know. So then, uh, well, either way, by the way, getting that ice cream social. So James is like, and do you know how stressful this is for me, dude, for me? And Ariana's like, uh, for you? And James is like, I mean, who's staring at her nose every single night? Me! Her crooked, crooked nose! I'm the one! And Ariana's like, no, she is. She's the one looking out in the mirror every day.
0: And she's like, it's my fucking face that I have to look at every day in the mirror. And he's like, well, I was the one who warned you. This was never going to happen pre. And Ariana's like, okay, but that's not going to help. That's going to just make her feel worse, okay? And she tells us, "Uh, stressful because he has to look at it. James should probably never say that again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So they go back to the game, and the category is boy band. And Charlie's like, "Oh my god, this is easy." So James goes, "Okay, well then, try not to tell Raquel the answer this time." God. So okay, so they start with the lightning round of boy bands. Ariana's like, "Backstreet Boys," and Katie goes, "In Sync," and Charlie goes, "One Direction." But then again, Raquel's like, "Uh." So then Charlie whispers something in her ear. She's <laughs> James gets so mad. He's like, it's pretty fucking annoying playing a drinking game with everyone sober and you're like getting you're sober and everyone's getting shit faced on absent <sighs> and
0: um he's like tom are you even listening we're on rappers now rappers all right listen I, i'm yelling because everyone else doesn't shut the fuck up all right so if you can't think of it please refrain from yelling because it destroys the whole point charlie and she's like I think sorry jeez just... <laughs>
1: As someone who loves his games, I think that what's destroying the vibe is you yelling at everyone when there's not even teams. (laughs)
0: There's all, there's all, I think it's boys versus girls, but it's always, it's always, there's always that guy in the game, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, like it's always this fucking guy in the game.
1: Way too competitive over a game that no one's taking seriously. Right.
0: So, uh, Charlie's like, sorry. Jeez. He's like, do you not know how to play the game, Charlie? She's like, God, I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, games like enchiladas—you've never had them before. She's like, "Okay, I got it, I got it." So they start answering. Ariana's like, "Kanye West," and Charlie says, "Biggie Smalls," and Raquel's like, "Um, the stuff with Christmas trees, mm, Christmas trees on it." It's like, "Not rappers, not, 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 <laughs> not gift wrapping, not rapping, rappers, Raquel." <laughs>
1: so then tom schwartz is like oh james kennedy i can't believe you didn't say that because i literally had a top 100 billboard chart in dubai and you still don't even know my name how do you think i feel i'm Liechtenstein's number 45 most popular rapper and you still can't even think of my name how do you think i feel about that okay
0: he goes how do you not even think and yeah, uh, God, this guy been... is really just such a piece of shit well, i that, just can't yeah. stress that enough like it's not even fun at this point point. and then we get a clip of him rapping his terrible fucking music back in the days 14 years London town some, something something went on vacay yes it was a teaser later found out she was going to a beta <sighs> yeah and then and then james can't believe you're crew. not top of mind
1: i know and so James, in his interview, says, I mean, this is just annoying at this point. I mean, Raquel, she can't even answer one question right. I mean, it's winding me up. I'm like a monkey with a tambourine in my hands. If you wind me up too much, I'm going to start going like fucking ha ha, ha, ha. like, no, don't blame her because you can't control your emotions in a very stupid situation. You can't have a scene a few weeks ago where your fiancé talks about how much anxiety she has When being put on the spot to talk and say you're going to support her, but now say that she's being annoying that she can't get one answer correct in a low-stick situation and that's winding you up and you tell her, how could you not think? No, sir, you do not deserve Raquel.
0: Also, you call yourself a musician and you don't know what a tambourine is. Okay, noted. So he's like... Uh, Raquel is that is out of that round. So we're just going to continue. Cypress Hill. Go. Sorry you guys are so dumb, you can't figure it out. And Charlie's like, "God, we're not dumb because they were kind of making faces like, after oh, he yelled Cypress at them, Hill. so he yeah, snapped he, at
1: them." Yeah, because he was trying to be like cool by saying Cypress Hill like sort of like a deeper cut and they were like, ooh, Cypress Hill." So then he gets all mad like, "Sorry you guys are dumb." So they're like, <sighs> "Okay." They're like, "Fine, fuck this." So Raquel just like walks away like, "I'm not going to play this game anymore and don't call me dumb." Good for you, Raquel. Well,
0: kind of. I mean, not really. This is how she did it. Sorry, babe. And then she got up and walked away and said, <laughs> I, didn't I don't that. need this. That. That's fine. So she walked away and Charlie's like, you can't call us dumb. And he's like, well, you made fun of the fact that i okay. we're on with the guy. And Tom's like, chill, dude. Um, and then,
1: and by the way, boyfriend of the year, Corey, who just heard someone call his girlfriend dumb and just sits there and does says nothing. By the way, yeah,
0: fun show, fun episode, guys.
1: And then James, like, was that a bit much? It's like, oh God, James. You know, he'll have an episode where you're like, good for James. And then you'll be like, oh, he's still awful. I always forget how awful he is.
0: He sucks. This guy yeah. sucks. I mean, he gets terrible. worse every fucking year. And it's worse now because he's sober. It's like, at least before you had... Well, he's saying he's sober. I don't know that he's really sober because he's really freaking out at a party with alcohol stills. But anyway, whether he's sober or not, at least that was his excuse for a long time. And he sucks. Like, you, you, you're you worse now. You're worse. Fucking yeah. terrible. I hope she gets uh-huh. rid of him.
1: I hope so, too, because she's a saint. So um, thank you all for being here for listening and for those who watched for watching uh don't forget to buy your tickets to our shows that's at watcher and if you want to watch this uh or future ones go to uh, patreon.com slash until then we'll be back uh with another crappens on demand with winter house tomorrow so thanks everyone we sure everyone. will be yeah we sure will be thanks for listening bye everybody bye, thank you watch what crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors ain't no thing like alison king ashley
0: Savoni, she don't take no baloney
1: dana c dana do She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickless.
0: Have a Weber.
1: Jamie, she has no last namey. Sipped
0: some scotch with Jessica Trotch.
1: Just saying, okay.
0: We McLevin, Karen
1: McClelland. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan.
0: Let's give a kisserino to
1: Lisa Lino. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the berg. You don't touch the Nikki Morgan letters. The Bay Area betches. Betches and our super premium sponsors. Better than tabuli. It's Annie and Julie.
0: Always the wiser. It's Allison Weasler.
1: Somebody get us ten cc's of Betsy MD.
0: We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides.
1: We will. We will. Joanna Rockland. You, my favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We're letting the catlet out of the bag. It's Lily Catlett. The incredible, edible Matthew Sisters. No
0: one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell.
1: She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragle. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Nancy Cease De Sisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Shannon out of a cannon Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinkin' Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.